Elizabeth Woods set her course as an expert in Middle East music, but now she's an aid worker doing what she can to help the hundreds of thousands of refugees who've flooded into Jordan. She's on leave right now back home on Salt Spring Island, and she joins me on the phone right now. Elizabeth, hello. Hi, good morning. Tell us how you move from uh, music education to helping refugees. Well, I did a master's in Middle Eastern music at the University of London, England, and that, that's what I've been interested in for quite a long time. I also study Arabic. Then I managed to get an internship with the UN in Jordan in education in emergencies, providing education to Palestinian Syrian refugees in Syria, Jordan, and Lebanon. And my entry into that was that you can't just have children in seats in schools after they've been severely traumatized. So you need psychosocial support. And one way of doing that is through music and providing them opportunities to listen to and play music so they can um, consume some information. So tell me about the work you do day-to-day in, uh, in Jordan now. Right. Well, right now I work for the Jesuit Refugee Service, and I'm managing a project of cash assistance for urban refugees in particular, so my day-to-day work revolves around um, managing teams who go into the homes of refugees, and I go there myself, and we sit with them, and we listen to their stories, we figure out what it is exactly that they need, and we do an evaluation as well of their needs, and then uh, we decide on the assistance to provide them with. And what kind of assistance does that mean? It's purely cash assistance. Uh, We're a small NGO, but also cash assistance provides refugees with autonomy because all their decisions have been, you know, taken from them. And if you provide money instead of something like a food basket, you, they, the refugees themselves get to decide what exactly they will do with the money, what exactly they get to eat so they can eat the things they regularly eat if they're available, and they can um, get the medication that they need, those kinds of things. So it gives them um, control, more control over their lives when they're in a really tough spot. All right, so you're, you're actually just handing money uh, to individuals as opposed to, uh, I'm going to say conventional, but one of the popular methods of, of helping in refugee situations tends to be handing money to organizations. Why, why do you think handing money to individuals is a, is a, is a better idea? Well, we're a small NGO, so a lot of larger NGOs would contract out to small NGOs to do this type of work. So we are actually able to directly um, work with the refugees. The, the program is about, uh, it has a very social aspect. It's about visiting and accompanying refugees and listening to them and making them feel like they have not been forgotten because the situation in Jordan now is so that there's many uh, millions of refugees there now, over a million, from many different countries, actually. And they feel forgotten, especially ones who are not Syrian refugees, because there are many Iraqi, Sudanese, Somali, Eritrean, and now Yemeni refugees coming to Jordan because it is the, so, um, the safe area in the Middle East for them to go to. So it's, it's also more of a psychosocial support aspect to this project in that we, we sit with them in their homes and speak to them, and we visit repeatedly. And we also connect them with other services. Because we're small, we can't, you know, provide um, surgery for a refugee because um, so, we're not a medical organization. So we would connect them with another organization that can do this or another organization that can provide them with the specific types of counseling that they need. Many have been through severe trauma and have been tortured. So there are specialized services provided by other NGOs that can help them in this. 
So it's more of a meeting with the community members and seeing what they've been through and seeing if there's any way that we can help improve their situation. Tell me about the living conditions. Are, are people living in, in communities in, in houses or, or are they living in large camps? Well, we're serving urban refugees right now. So they're in Amman, which is the capital of Jordan. And they're in, uh, they're in homes. But when I say homes, they're definitely not Canadian standard homes. They're in sometimes shacks or they're in unfinished buildings in the city. Um, the sewage could be very, you know, in the yard. There could be an unfinished roof, um, mold on the walls. They're in one room or two or three room um, buildings, including the, uh, the bathroom and kitchen. What's the effect on Jordan and its citizens? We talk a lot about refugees here in Canada in the tens of thousands, which is a tiny proportion of what a country like Jordan is dealing with. What's, what are the knock-on effects in Jordan? Well, Jordan was originally only about 6 million people. Um, and Jordan has a long history of supporting refugees, starting in 1948 with Palestinian refugees. And then in the 90s, um, Iraqi refugees came flooding in, and that slowed a bit. And then in 2000s, there were more Iraqis, and 2010s, there were Syrians, and continuation of Iraqis, and now Yemeni, and those from South Sudan and Somalia and Eritrea as well. So <laughs> Jordan is a strategic position. It's... Um, you know, borders Syria and it's close to Iraq and it borders Israel and Palestine as well. Um, so I do find that Jordanians have been very welcoming and um, very lovely and welcoming refugees, but Jordanians themselves do not live a very high standard of life. There are many in poverty as well. So we do ho- help Jordanians as well who are living below the poverty line. You're going to Jordan. What are your hopes for the future as you return? Well, I'm going to continue on with this project um, and meeting with refugees and monitoring their situations. Um, And, well, I'm an aid worker now, so this is what I'm going to continue doing as long as I have skills that I feel could help others. Well, Elizabeth Woods, it's good to have a a sense of things from you in Jordan. Uh, Thanks for joining us while you're uh, um, on leave for a while here on Salt Spring. You're welcome. Thank you very much for your interest. Elizabeth Woods is a team manager with Jesuit Refugee Service working in Amman, Jordan. She's currently on leave at home on Salt Spring. She'll be talking tomorrow about her work with refugees. That's at the Public Library in Ganges from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Once again, at the Public Library in Ganges, you can meet Elizabeth Woods and learn a little bit about uh, the work that she's doing in Jordan. The event begins at 2 o'clock in Ganges. This is On the Island on CBC Radio 1. I'm Khalil Akhtar, sitting in for Gregor Craigie on the show at 19 minutes now after 8 o'clock.